What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Quest for Pixels Conversations podcast. Today, we're we are one pixel short of a full crew. Tony is busy making some moolah. So today, I'm joined by Mr. The Falcon himself. Joel, how's it going? Good. How about yourself, Sean? I am fantabulous. Just, uh... I'm having to set up my PC to record, like we've been talking about. I haven't used my PC forever, but I think everything's good. Hopefully the audio sounds good for everybody. Um, so, so uh, we're kind of getting Quest for Pixels going at the end. I, we have a few things uh, that we want to talk about to clear up with everybody to kind of show you guys where we're going. Um, the first thing is, is right now we're in between seasons, so the podcast number is irrelevant. We will start season three in August, and uh, we'll kind of kick off the the new season of Quest for Pixels. And in classic Quest for Pixels uh, format, we are kind of going to switch things up again. But uh, I think we're finally falling into like what we want it to be. This is this is an ever changing, ever changing thing, a living, breathing, living, breathing being. Uh, so we're going to change the direction of Q4P and kind of focus more on what we'd like instead of catering to the news and the trends and stuff like that. Because uh, for what we do, I think it's too hard to jump on that stuff like right away. Of course, if something's like relevant or whatever, something in the news is something that catches us, we'll of course talk about it or whatever. But uh, Joel, you're the one that kind of brought it up and um, more or less focus on the stuff that we actually love and between the three of us i think we have a pretty diverse like group of interests because like i love rpgs and stuff like that so you know i kind of got that covered tony yep. is a uh, is a a pick up and play kind of guy he likes the more arcade style of games and you you're the you're the the interweaving between the two of bringing xbox and nintendo together <laughs> yeah yeah like i mean it like so, my genres I, I typically gravitate towards are like racing games, yeah. uh, beat 'em ups, platformers. Uh, like those are my those are my go to. Do you play many sports games? Yeah, like I love like uh, NHL is like one of my favorite series. I dabbled with uh, like was it Madden? Yeah, I, I dabbled with that. Uh, my favorite uh, series is the show, yeah. but uh, you can only get that on PlayStation and like. I refuse to buy one of their consoles, um, so that's just that's just where that stands. Like I'm, I'm stuck with, you know, what they have on uh, Games of Gold. We got like a like an arcade baseball game, so that's the closest something they get to playing an actual like good baseball game on Xbox until hopefully the agreement with uh, the MLB and Sony runs out. Yeah, but, yeah. I just find it this could be more interesting. For is just to kind of focus on stuff that we find interesting instead of trying to follow the trend of every other podcast where we just talk about the news because there's only so many times you can hear about the same subject yeah. over and over again with trying to have a different take. So I figured just kind of do what we do, talk about what we what we find interesting, what we love. If, if there's a news article that we find interesting, we're going to talk about it. If it's out there, everybody's talking about it, we could you know care less about it. It's not going to make it to the podcast. You know, and that really captures the the real essence of what Quest for Pixels was supposed to be. Like, that was the whole point back in the day when me and Tony first started talking about this, you know. It was just uh, an outlet for us to talk about the stuff in gaming that we like. So, uh, it'll yeah. be interesting. 
it's nice not to like pigeonhole ourselves into yeah. into this is what this is what we are this is the only thing we could talk about right because there's so much stuff going on in gaming like in the last six months to three mm-hmm. months that it's just there's there's too much out there to just focus on this is the only thing we talk about is this specific group yeah. right well and i think it will it'll it... I think focusing on the trends and all that kind of stuff kind of removes the passion from it. Like, it's easy to burn yourself out when you're trying to focus on catching everything right as it's coming out, and you almost start to resent doing it because, like, I burnt myself out quite a few times this year trying to jump on the trends and stay up to date on all that stuff. It's just, it's too hard. Especially when we all have full-time jobs and stuff like that. We don't have the time to put into it. So I'd rather take the time that we do have focusing on stuff that we'd love to do the games we love to play yeah like it's it, it's not fun when it feels like you have to try and do something like yeah. when you're just focused on okay what, what are the algorithms okay well this is coming us so we gotta try and get right on top of it it, it kind of makes something that you started for fun seem more like work and not yeah. as as fun as it once was and when that happens you just kind of don't even want to do it anymore yeah right so it's best just to just to do what we like and talk about what we want to talk about and you know if that catches on it catches on if not it's just fun yep and so so hopefully um you know i think maybe we'll do some more streaming this year maybe because the streams were were really fun when we were doing that you know every other weekend or whatever so i was thinking about maybe doing some of that and we'll see where it goes and we'll just kind of let the let the let the tides carry us um so, uh, for the podcast, though, uh, as of right now, we will be recording on Fridays, and we'll post it through, you know, either Saturday or Sunday, we'll post it, um, depending on which one of us does the recording. So, so that's kind of the, the Quest for Pixels update. With that, let's jump into the main bulk of this week's podcast. So, the first thing that we're going to talk about, which is a actual news thing, I know everybody's kind of talked about it, but I want to get and see what you guys thought about it. So, it's the uh, the no cloud saves in Animal Crossing, and with that, the the uh, the amiibo stuff. So, what do you think about the whole cloud save situation? So, the whole cloud save situation, even like removed from Animal Crossing, um, it's kind of really. Like it, they, they made it seem like it was going to be one of the big selling points for the like the Nintendo Switch online service. Yeah, and I feel like they really they really dropped the ball with it, and it's only kind of it seems like it's really only third party games, like a lot of the first party Nintendo games that I would like to have the cloud save, like Splatoon, Pokemon, <coughs> just to name a few, right? Like those are the main ones where I want to make sure that I'm putting like I have 250 almost 280 hours into Splatoon 2. Yeah. Right? Like, I would not want to lose all that just because they don't have cloud saves because there's going to be a few people that kind of cheat and reroll gear. And really, I mean, what does it matter? Yeah. Right? Is is, is a perfect set of gear really going to... really? It, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Right? So then it's the same thing uh, with Animal Crossing, right? So the, the interview that, that, that uh, the clouds it was brought up in it was from a French outlet called uh, Game Cult and uh, so they were one of the things to confuse about is that it's both, it's two languages that we both don't speak 
Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people are fluent in Japan, like Japanese and French. Yeah. So it's like a double translation in, into everything. So what happened was that they had asked, uh, uh, I believe his name is Mr. Hijashi. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they asked him, uh, with the, with the uh, advent of cloud saves and automatic backup, will, uh, how will you handle Mr. Rossetti's uh, interventions? And he said that uh, in New Horizon, uh, New Horizon will not be compatible with cloud backups to avoid manipulating time, which remains one of the founding concepts of the series. So I actually had to, I actually had to get some help on the, like the wording of the sentence to make sure I just wasn't too stupid to understand what it actually was. Mm-hmm. So I think what they're trying to say is that one of the things in Animal Crossing, like one of the founding things of Animal Crossing is that you can't time travel, right? So it's built that like the eternal clock is there for a reason. You're supposed to follow the seasons, right? Yeah. So I think they're trying to prevent that. But really, I mean, how many people are actually going to take advantage of that? It doesn't really matter to you. Is the game, it's not a competitive game. Right, yeah. so does it does, does it matter if you collect all the fish or all the items or anything before I do? Not really, because I'm like, oh, well, how did you get that? I use time travel. Okay, so then right there, it's okay. Well, you you cheated, so it doesn't really mean as much as if you didn't cheat to get yeah. that goal, right? So really, for that, it, it's not really it's not really something that bothers me. What bothers me is if again, right, this is a game that they want to have last for more than a year. Right, it's a game that you can pick up and play a few times during the day. Who knows? You know, you could. There's people like the uh, the one elderly lady who has something like a thousand hours or something on New Leaf, right? Like she has like this perfect village, and could you imagine your switch breaking and then you losing all of that time you put into that game? Yeah. Right. That's the. I, I would rather have the ability. I'd rather have the ability to save that and back it up and have a few people cheat as opposed to because of the few cheaters lose all my progress that I made. Yeah. So I think it was like, I don't know. It's, it's a cop out. So they, instead of finding another way around the uh, item duping or manipulation of items, instead of finding a creative way around it, they just, just axed, axed the, the cloud saves. I think that they're, is several different ways they could have you know came to it so obviously the the systems can know if you time travel or if you you screw with it um because in the past like on the ds so if you if you time traveled on the ds one rossetti would actually pop up and tell you and he'd say something along the lines of uh you know, messing with time travel can do blah, 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 or whatever, you know, like he'd scold you for doing it. So it is, it's possible for them, the system to know, like if you did it. So instead of eliminating the cloud saves, they could have, they could have, you know, worked it in to where if you're using the the cloud saves to duplicate items, they could have made the items, um, like non-usable or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, or if you time travel to, uh, I don't know, maybe block you from online with that account or something like that, you know, 
instead of taking yeah. cloud saves away from everybody because a few people choose to use them. And I think more or less it's because they're going to a more online structured game this time. Yeah. So they don't want people to be able to flood the market with duplicated items and make, yeah. you know, I think more or less that's where they're coming from, but I think that there's plenty of other ways they could have they could have attacked that because like, you know, other games like on PC or not PC, but uh, on Xbox or PlayStation, if you get caught cheating or if you cheat or manipulate, you can you'll yeah. just get axed from the service. They just won't allow yeah. you to get on the, the the online service with that game. So I think well, that they I think that's the difference between like a premium service and what we're actually getting with the Switch Online, right? Yeah. Like one of the things I was thinking about is how they could uh, stop people from doing this time travel is that they should be able to figure out how many times you've backed up your or went back to a save file like to to a save state, right? Yeah. So if they have it where you can back up your save to the cloud but you can only go back and upload that save from the cloud, like say, you know, every three months or every month or something. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they could put restrictions on how many times you go back to uh, a save, right? Yeah. They, they have all the, they, and the thing is that they have all this data, right? So they know what they can do, what they can't do. Just, it, it's really frustrating, right? Because I think that next to cloud saves, and being able to play with my friends, that was the only two things that really made me want to buy the Switch service, right? Because the NES games don't really do anything for me. Yeah. So another idea, too, that I had is, you know, they could have unlocked the ability to move your save from the console to the SD card. Yeah. If you don't want to have cloud saves, at least let me save it on my SD card. All my games. I wish I could put all my save files or copy them to the uh copy them to my sd card so if something happens to my switch i can just insert yep. that sd card into the new one yep i don't understand why they they don't allow you to save your game files to the uh, to the uh, sd card i i don't do you understand why they want to because everywhere else you can because like on xbox you can copy your save file to an external hard drive if you want like again, it comes back to they're being a little lazy when it comes to the cheaters, right? Yeah. Um, like I know when I bought, when I got my new Switch for Christmas, and I moved my SD card over to my new Switch, I had to completely reformat it to my new Switch. Yeah. Right. So. So I don't remember. Um, I, th I think on the Wii U, you could move your save files to the hard drive, couldn't you? Or yeah, from I, from from the internal to an external. I never had an external hard drive on my oh. Wii U, so I, I don't know. Hmm. Well, <clears throat> I guess maybe we'll see. They've already backpedaled once on Animal Crossing, but I don't know. I don't know if they will, you know, change that as far as the cloud save stuff goes. I would like them to. I would like to see them buff up the the online service. There's a lot of stuff that's still missing from it. Yeah. Um, especially with Animal Crossing coming, I wish the one thing that I really want for the Nintendo online service is the uh, ability to create a party. So like yeah. on PlayStation or Xbox, well, I don't know about X. I think you can. I'm pretty sure you can. X yeah, you can. It's like the, the clans thing. But uh, like PlayStation, 
you can start it up and create a party and invite your friends to that party. And then no matter what game you guys are playing, so you can all be playing different games and you can uh, you can just sit there and chat like while you're playing games. Yep. I think that'd be a really cool thing to have on the the Switch, along with uh, um, just console-based chat because we know it can do it. Yeah. But. Um, so now, what are your thoughts about uh, Amiibo? Oh, dude, I'm psyched for that. Like, I want to like I don't know what they'll do, but I'm just excited that they're actually gonna make all these Animal Crossing Amiibo that I bought have a purpose. <laughs> Like, it makes me wish now that I would have bought all those Animal Crossing Amiibos when Toys R, like, with Toys R Us and, uh, like, everywhere else was having them on sale for, yeah. like, three bucks. Because once they say they're going to use these Amiibo for Animal Crossing New Horizon, they're going to go right back up to the $15 price point. Yeah. So that's why, right. like, so right now on Amazon, which, um... Maybe we can work something out where I could help you get them, but most of the Animal Crossing Amiibos on the U.S. Amazon are like six bucks right now, six yeah. or seven dollars. So uh, I actually went through and bought the last remaining few that I didn't have, um, or I have them in a, a saved cart. I'm gonna order them this week, but uh, that way I have the full physical set. But I also yeah. found something else neat on Amazon. You can order the the whole booster box for like a season. So there's four seasons, and yeah. I think I'm gonna buy a booster box from each season. I almost have a okay. complete. I've almost got season one completed, but okay. uh, I just stopped buying the cards because there's yeah. no real use for them, and I didn't play Happy Home Designer very much. But uh, I think I'm going to pick up uh, a booster box for each of those and maybe do like an unboxing video or whatever. But I love trading cards. Like even if yeah, I mean I just I I have an addiction to the trading cards. I like I think I, I just like opening the trading cards. I do too. I think it's that's my favorite part. It's like heroin. <laughs> yeah. Like I have so many Pokemon cards because I just like opening a booster box. It's so fun. <laughs> or getting like a rare foil card. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't think I need all of the Animal Crossing Amiibo. I think I just need, like, my favorite animals. Yeah. And I'd be okay with that. Like, I, I mean, and the thing, too, is, like, who, who even knows what they're going to unlock in the game, yeah. right? Like, maybe it's just if you don't have this, you know, vill you know the, the animal in your village, you can tap it, and for a while he's going to be available for you to try, and, you know, so you can woo him to your village. Sort of like, right? like the calling cards in Animal Crossing uh, Pocket Camp. So you can use a calling yeah. card, and yep. whatever village you get will come to your whatever community, and he'll stay for a little bit, and you can do... Um, you can get all of his furniture ready for him to try and get him to stay. Yeah. Yeah. So that would that would be an interesting concept. How about so since we're on the Animal Crossing topic, um, so I've been playing Pocket Camp like a lot, <laughs> like yeah. since they added they added a ton to that game, and yeah, uh, so it's been really fun. I mean, ha I saw. I mean, you start you picked it back up and have been playing a little bit too. I saw. Yeah, I've been playing every day, right? So I'll play like you know five minutes here, five minutes there, mm -hmm. and honestly, it's it feels like they filled out the Animal Crossing world a lot more yeah. in this Animal Crossing game. Like, it actually feels like a, like a, like a, like an actual game yeah. now, right? Like, a lot of the stuff, I can still do everything that I don't need to spend money on it, so it's not like I have to spend cash. Right? Well, they make... 
They make in-game currency pretty available. They make it so that you're able to get a lot of the supplies you need without, you know, uh, without worrying about, oh, am I going to have enough? Yeah. It even, right? like, the goals. So um, for a lot of the stretch goals, you can get, like, so there was a whole group of stretch goals this month for, um, like, using, like, sets of furniture. So, like, yeah. each time you'd get, so, like, you had that four green series, and they're giving you ten whatever they're called the the the, oh, the box the yeah the the token not tokens but the whatever the the currency that you buy with yeah, the money, money. Yep. so yep. they give you like they're pretty liberal about that and just through oh, um, for sure. just through finishing like the the seasonal and uh like the daily goals every day i've already accumulated like 200 leaf tickets just from doing those so, yeah, like, I mean, just picking it up last week, I was able to farm enough. Uh, the, I farmed about 500 uh, leave tickets. Yeah. Right? So it's super easy to get the currency. And I don't know why a lot of people hate it. Like, I, I, I really recommend that if you played it when it first came out, go back and re-download it and see exactly how much they put into this game. Definitely. Because it's, it's a really good game, and it just... It, it's enough for me to not want to go and buy the game for 3DS again and play that until New Horizons comes out. Yeah. This is filling that for me. I mean, then again, I'm not a hardcore uh, Animal Crossing fan. Like, I just picked the series up on the 3DS. Yeah. That's my first experience with it. And I just love it. I like going hanging out with the animals, right? Like, it, I like it because it just introduces me to so many new animals mm -hmm. that I'm excited to try and get them into my park, right? Like, uh, Eugene the koala, he's my... Oh, yeah. He, he's my homeboy, and also, I believe, uh, Faya, the pink wolf. Yep. She's also, I really like her. So those are like my two, my two new favorite uh, uh, animal friends in the game. Uh, uh, but yeah, the, uh, No, like, like you said, if you haven't played it, like, go back, try it again. They've added um, new places to go. So they've added, like, the happy home designer thing, which is really cool. Um, yep. that's an easy way to get leaf tickets too. So like yep. you just passively, you know, acquire, you passively acquire the, uh, the furniture. So as you get the furniture, you can go up to the happy home designer thing and do one of the rooms and you get, you know, five leaf tickets just for finishing a room. Yep. Um, the one problem I have with it still is the amount of resources you need to build some of the furniture. Um, yep and like the uh the worst one is the friend dust i think it's called or whatever it's like a gold yeah. gold bag i have no idea yep. how to get that like so if you go to the um the motorhome store thing there's a yep. new there's like a new uh um new slot game thing that you can use the yep. friend dust and you unlock these tokens or whatever that you can use to exchange for different stuff but i started out i had like 32 friend dust because yep. when you first got the game whenever you did a uh a task for a villager you'd mm. get like five friend dust for doing that yep. now you don't get that so oh, okay. like i don't know how how to how to accumulate that there's there's no real easy way to accumulate that that and yeah. like the cool essence or the hip essence that stuff isn't they don't they don't give you enough of that it's like they give you a ton of leaf tickets but they don't give you enough of those base resources 
So basically what I found is that when you want to get your essences, mm -hmm. you need to look at which animal has the, like, so if it's like sporty, you want to go find an animal that has sporty essence. Mm -hmm. And then you want to work on leveling up your friendship with him because yeah. usually you'll get like five or 10 of whatever, you know, um, like attitude or style he is. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> but so, uh, I mean, so we're talking about uh, trying to collect all your animal friends. Uh, there's also some news about uh, Pokemon revealed in the treehouse yeah. about the national decks where you're not going to be able to catch them all. Yes. And uh, for myself, like, I'm a pretty big Pokemon fan. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up with the series. I really loved it. That's like the first RPG-ish game that I actually fell in love with. Mm -hmm. And I followed it from, you know, red and blue all the way to, to where it is today. Yeah, same here. Um, so what are your thoughts about not being able to catch all of your favorite Pokemon? And from now, going forward now, it's looking like it's going to be in each new generation, you're only going to be able to catch whatever they're going to put in that region. Right? So you are going to get your old Pokemon, but you're going to get new Pokemon in there as well. So... I... It's my... I don't know. I might have the... Uh the the nintendo apologist coming out in me with this but m the way i've been looking at pokemon since sun and moon like the end of sun and moon and with let's go coming out i yeah. feel like it's a reboot so i think starting over with the pokedex in some ways it's okay um i don't really have a huge problem with it but i think it defeats the purpose of of the pokemon bank because the whole point of that was so you could bring your Pokemon from the DS line over to the uh, the the new line. But I think even though like most like a lot of the Pokemon aren't going to be available in is it is it Night Night and Queen is that the new one? Sword, Sword, Sword Shield. Shield. For some reason, I keep going back to Night and Queen. But uh, I you can still upload them to the Pokemon Bank, so you don't lose them. But, I don't know, like, did they give us a definitive number of Pokemon available in the new games? No. No, they didn't. So, basically what they said is that, like, they're, they're reaching up to about 800 Pokemon, whatever they're going to add in this game, right? Yeah. There's just not enough resources or capability of the Switch to have all of these 3D model uh, I guess Pokemon in the game, right? Yeah. And for the whole thing about Pokemon Bank, the whole thing for Pokemon Bank was really so that you could bring all your Pokemon from when they released the virtual console, mm -hmm. right? Uh, red, blue, yellow, gold, and silver. You can bring those to Sun and Moon. So I feel like they're really making like a they're making that line in the sand, right? Saying this is the last point you can use these two. Okay, you'll be able to upload your Pokemon to Pokemon Home now, but you're not going to be able to bring all of them into the game. Or you're only going to be able to upload from Pokemon Bank to Pokemon Home what's going to be available in Sword and Shield. Yeah. So for me, I mean, I get to see what Pokemon will be, won't be. I'm sure there's going to be some of my favorites who won't be in the game, and that's mm -hmm. going to suck. I feel like it's okay because I feel it's going to be more like an actual like real world where you don't see lions and tigers in 
you know, Canada yeah. or the United States, right? They're only, they're, some animals are only specific to certain areas. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I so feel like... kind of took a Pokemon Go aspect to it. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that's okay. Mm-hmm. Right? And I mean, you get people from, you know, the competitive community. I've been reading a lot about because I really enjoy watching, um, like, competitive Pokemon VGC. I find that really interesting. And a lot of them are complaining about how this is going to break... Uh, some of the competitive or not every Pokemon is going to be available. Yeah. I feel like that's just like a lazy uh, like a lazy complaint. Right? Okay, well, if, if your favorite Pokemon aren't available, guess what? You're going to have to learn a new meta. Right? We're not bringing the same meta from every other game. Because yeah. I, I feel like, that's, I feel I like think... that's more boring than not having all the... See, but I think... I mean, I, I really think that Nintendo's direction with the new Pokemon was rebirthing and changing, you know, that old format, which I'm totally yeah. on board with. I mean, um, I I've for for a long time I've wanted uh, I've wanted a uh, like a refreshed Pokemon, and just from from what we've seen with the the new ones, it looks, I mean, like a totally different game. Um, dude, this I'm gonna spend probably upwards of 300, 400 hours. Oh, dude, on me this too. Game. Like, and it, I'm happy that like my favorite thing is the the whole real time open, uh, what are they called, the wild section, where yeah. if you're playing and I'm playing, we're together in real time, not just yeah. not just menus, which no. I think is really cool, and being able to partner up and go do like the raid battles and yeah. that kind of stuff. I mean. That added that that's gonna add so much to the series. The one thing I hope is, hopefully, they um, they bring all the legendaries, like from the whole series. Like those are key Pokemon. Like they have to they have to bring all the legendaries over. I mean, uh, um, like for me, it's okay. Like I'm sick and tired of seeing all the same legendaries. Right? Yeah. Like they're cool. Um, you know, bring bring certain ones back, right? Yeah. You can bring different ones back. Like I think ones that would really fit would be like the legendary cats. Yeah. Right. I think those would be cool. And it seems like they are bringing back one of the legendary cats. Yeah. Uh, Tornadus, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for like the the evil evil legendary Pokemon, right? So that that's good to see. Um, um, it really it, it just kind of excites me for this is the first version of on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Right, this is their first shot at it. Um, and some of the things they really put into it, I, I enjoy. Like, I like how they've taken elements from Mon Let's Go to, uh, to Sword and Shield, mm-hmm. right, with the Overwatch I like that. Um, something that gets me most excited about this is that Wildlands. Yeah. Right? Because I feel like that is an aspect of the new game where they're going to be able to create and build upon that to the point where we're going to be able to go through and play the whole game together. Yeah. Right? Like, we're going to be the characters in the game, right? Like, I, I'm going back through and I'm playing Omega Ruby and Sapphire on the 3DS to kind of get my Pokemon juices flowing for yeah. uh, Sword and Shield. And, like, I like how May kind of meets you along the way. And also to an X and Y, how you have your group of friends that kind of like follow you around mm-hmm. and you guys all go through. I'm excited to see what's going to happen when all like all three of us can 
go ahead and do the whole story together. See, I'm excited for that too. Like, you've never been able to play a Pokemon game co-oply. It reminds me of Monster Hunter. Is what it really reminds me of because Monster Hunter, you can play that whole game in co-op, and yeah. uh, they have the same sort of like wild area where you can play, yep. you know, online with four friends and in real time. And uh, they're getting away from because Pokemon's always been like a menu-based game. So yeah. it's kind of cool that they're they completely moved away from that. Um, I think it'll be awesome. Like I'm super excited for to play that game, and I hope that we can both play through it together, like 100% co-op. That'll be awesome. Yeah, I feel like one day that's going to be possible. Yeah, I feel like this is the beginning steps of it. And honestly, after the thing I was most concerned about is that the thing that left the most sour taste in my mouth from Pokemon Sun and Moon was I did not enjoy just having to do the trials, yeah, right? I enjoyed, I enjoyed uh, the totem Pokemon. I enjoyed, um, I enjoyed what they, I enjoyed what those trials added to the game. I don't think that they are enough to replace gym battle, right? With something that's so traditional yeah. to Pokemon. Um, I kind of hope that they're able to, from what I'm reading, is that there's going to be like side missions that are kind of like those trials mm -hmm. in order for you to progress, which I like. You can add those to the game, that's fine, but I don't like it where it's just where it's just those trials. Yeah. Where I need a little something more. Yeah, and it feels like they've brought some of the uh, they've brought the classic Pokemon back into this game with the the gyms and that stuff, yeah. but in a more unique way now. Yeah, I feel like they've they've really learned over the past, you know, 25, you know, 20, you know, 20 something years mm -hmm. of making these games. And I feel like they've brought the best elements from all those games to this game. Yeah. And it just, it really gets me excited for the future. The whole thing about the national Pokedex, I mean, for me, I'm just going to have fun playing the game and catch a Pokemon. And really, I'm not one of those people who go through and collect every single Pokemon. Me I, either. I, have, I have my favorites. And then I have some Pokemon that are like, like, oh, okay, I've never played with them before. I want, I want to take them, see how far they can take me. Yeah. Right? But that's just, that's just, uh, yeah, that's just how I feel. Like, for me, well, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a big deal. I've never finished a Pokedex. Well, I take that back. I finished the first one. So when there's 150, yeah. <clears throat> that's the only one I've ever finished. From there on, I'm like you. I just, I collect my favorites. And, yeah. you know, I, I usually collect a diverse group of Pokemon. And I yep. level up all my favorites. That way I have at least yep. one Pokemon of every type. Yep. Um, so I have something for every situation. And then I just play to enjoy, you know? Yeah. But So the National Dex thing, that, that, that doesn't really concern me. I think people should stop focusing on that and just focus on how different this game's going to be. Yep. Like, you know? One of my favorite things with the debate about the National Dex and being like the time it would take or the space it would take for these Pokemon. Is like it created one of the most like best hashtags that I've seen on Twitter in a long time, which is like hashtag Pokemon in five minutes or whatever it was. And it was just if you go and look at it, it's just pictures upon pictures of these people who do 3D design. Yeah. And like and they, they they're like, all right, so they set a timer and they pick one to make in 3D. And like just some of the stuff they come up with, it just it had me in tears and laughing. And it just goes to show you that people like it does not take five minutes to do it right yeah okay, they only have some they only have some pokemon that are like actual 3d generated for the switch right like anything that was in pokemon like pokemon tournament 
is that'll be there, right? And they have a bunch of low res. Uh, I'm not gonna say low res, but they're like lower HD quality models from Sun and Moon, right? And that that all, that all takes time to go, right? Plus, two, guess what? Now with how Pokemon is on the Switch, we can get DLC now. Yep. Right. So not not all is lost. I'm just saying that people need to kind of like chill, right? Yeah. And just think about how how awesome this game's going to be, um, how much different it's going to be, and just kind of think of, like, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing what we can get, like, what kind of shenanigans we can get to in the Wildlands, right? Like, we, well, and we still know, like, very, after seeing everything at um, E3, we still know, like, I feel like we still know, like, a small, small portion of what's actually going to be. In yeah, the they did game. a really good job of that. Um, they did a really good job with that with a lot of games, like, they show it off to show us what the game is and how yep. you know it works, but they didn't unravel everything, which I hate when they do that because I like to yeah. be surprised. But with the Wildlands, the one thing that sticks in my head is like what you were saying, DLC. Like they have the capability to be able to DLC anything they want into that game. So yeah. seeing different, maybe uh, like different tournaments or. Uh, different battles and stuff like that that they can work into there and you know change it up right. every couple of months i think they can be even really change cool. what pokemon are available during yeah. a season right yep. like so only these pokemon are available during the season guess what you kind of do it you know an animal crossing weeks. thing like with yeah, the seasons couple, yeah right you have a couple weeks to try and catch these pokemon if you don't guess what they're going away until next season yeah seeing right, games like pokemon games like pokemon make me hope that they add a um whatever achievement system to the switch because i think they could add a lot of cool achievements especially like with open world games like this um i feel like having an achievement gives you like say so once you finish the whole story like i'm a i'm a big after game pokemon like i love the after game and pokemon games but having achievements will give you a set of goals something to do you know every day when you get on and play so um I don't know if Nintendo ever will, but I really do hope they add achievements to the Switch, like a online achievements or, thing. Or even if they do something like, like Animal Crossing Pocket, where they add daily challenges. Yeah, yeah, and that would work right? too. So I they give like you rewards. Be, I feel that would be more. Uh, I feel like that would be more available for them to actually do than mm-hmm. if they go ahead and put a whole achievement system in. Well, and it'd be a cool way for you to earn resources. Because for some reason, I don't know why Nintendo needs to shy away from uh, achievements. Yeah. I mean, the in-game achievements would be really cool to, like, so every day there's different dailies that you can, like, earn, get Pokeballs as rewards, or, you know, maybe, maybe, like, monthly ones where you can get, like, rare candies and stuff like that. Harder Items that are harder to come by, you could get them as achievement rewards. That'd be really cool. Yeah. So speaking of achievement awards, uh, I actually unlocked a rare achievement on uh, one of the games I've been playing this week, which is uh, Forza Horizon 4. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lego Valley. Yep. Or Speed, what, I forget what the deal, Lego DLC for Horizon uh, 4. So, quick side and, note, is that paid yep. DLC? Yes, it is. Okay. Because my son uh, wants it really bad. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> It's like twenty five bucks Canadian. Okay. So or you get 19, it, 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 here. So, so they have two versions of it. 
they have the $25 version, which is just a single DLC, or they have a $33 version, which is you get the DLC, but then you also get a code to share that DLC with someone. Really? So basically you get two DLC for like half the price. Nice. Um, so I, I downloaded it for uh, Father's Day, and I have not been able to stop playing that DLC. Like that, the amount of work and detail and just seeing Lego in HD like that yeah. had me absolutely hooked. So this week, the rare achievement I unlocked is I, I drove, um, if you're not familiar with her, uh, Forza Horizon, that has a, it's like an open yep. uh, game where you drive around, you find different races. Um, so, but then one of the uh, achievement unlockers is that it keeps track of how many roads you've actually drove on in the game. Mm-hmm. So I actually found every road in the Lego Damn. DLC, so it was a it was a rare achievement, and it was one point two seven percent of people who have the DLC actually achieved really that achievement. Yeah, so it's congrats. I, That's awesome. I really, I really love it. Like I've just with Game Pass over the past like since E three. Like I, I've always loved Game Pass, but it just there's so much more to it now, right? Like especially I was talking with Tony about how like adventuring into um, Xbox Game Pass for PC. Yeah. Right, so um, I seen that the Messenger, uh, which is a great like indie game, mm-hmm. is included on the Xbox uh, Game Pass PC version. Right, so I've downloaded that and that getting achievements on that. And it's nice how it links my account for my PC to the Xbox. Yeah, there's like cross progression, right? Uh, no, it's just achievements. Oh. I, I'm not sure about cross progression. But, I like, hope there just... is cross possession because I, I I'm gonna download uh, Forza on my PC. Okay. Because uh, I haven't uh, I I haven't been able to test my my new graphics card until now, and okay. I've been downloading a bunch of games on the PC version. But I got the whole I got like the the both the package I guess whatever it is fourteen bucks a month. So you Game have Pass Ultimate. Yeah, so it's on both my Xbox and my PC. But yep. now with that, I'm. I'm completely dropping my PlayStation subscription because yeah. I'm just going to go straight into Xbox, especially because then because you play Xbox, so you know, I want to be able to play Xbox with you and yeah. uh I have a ton of games that I haven't even touched yet, but I like being able to play Xbox games on my PC. I hope my my Bluetooth dongle shows up so I can use my uh use my controller, but um you uh speaking of the xbox stuff do you want to uh you want to tell people what we're working on as far as the xbox goes and we can kind of do a a soft launch here yeah so we're going to work on a a strictly game pass uh, podcast where we just kind of talk about what we're playing on game pass at the time um and i figure with so much on Game Pass with Game Pass PC, Game Pass on the Xbox console. There's so many games that when you go into it, it kind of, it reminds me of like back in the day when we go into the video store and you yeah. go to the video game section and you just become overwhelmed with how many games there are. Mm-hmm. And you just think of what, what am I going to play? Um, so with, you know, with the different tastes in games that me, Sheldon and Tony have, I feel like we'll be able to give a broad enough um, like uh, description of what's actually on Game Pass. And the nice thing that I like about Game Pass, 
And part of the reason why I want to do this is because with paying for the service, I'm not going out and paying $20 for a game that I'm yeah. not going to like, right? So it gives me the ability to go ahead and try games out of my comfort zone that I normally wouldn't try. Yeah. That's, dude, so, Xbox, so Game Pass um, is honestly the best gaming service that's available right now. Yeah. And like like I said for myself, right, like I can't go out every single week and spend, you know, 30, 40, 50, 90 dollars if it's a premium game yeah every single month right whereas if i pay this uh subscription fee for like 16 bucks a month i get all the triple a games coming out from xbox day and day uh the id xbox games day and day yeah. and even too you're seeing a lot of games that aren't specifically on just xbox they're launching day and day on game pass yeah right so i mean with game pass this past week i've been able to sell two xboxes to coworkers, right? They're like, "Oh, I'm thinking about getting the PlayStation because I want this." I'm like, "Well, really? I mean, you want the PlayStation Pro? It's like 500 bucks. Yeah. You can get the Xbox One S, which is a step below the Pro, for like a buck for 2.99. Yeah. Right? For 16 bucks, you're getting your live. You're getting all these games, right? It's kind of a, it, it's just a no-brainer, right? It's it's made for people, like. To, who want to spend less on gaming but also want to play more yeah right no, they so definitely feel... they definitely cater to that by uh you know like because like <clears throat> a lot of times these services have come but it's not like the triple a games and xbox has yeah. been putting triple a games in there yep so that's gonna that's gonna uh the xbox game pass we're still working on name that's gonna launch in august when we uh, startup season three so that's either going to be its own show it's going to be a segment in our podcast that we're going to cut out possibly put on a separate feed yep. so it'll be about my goal to have it is about 15 to 20 minutes in in that range so it's a short enough listen to so we're not we're crowding your podcast feed but it's also enough time for us to let you know what's on game pass what, what types of games we're playing and, and kind of give you know, like what uh, kind of games you might like to play yeah like our uh the quest for pixels priority list you know like what games yeah. you definitely should go out there and try yeah right and we're gonna we're, we're gonna steer clear of like a rating system yeah right we're, we're gonna just basically based off of did we have fun playing this game yeah yes or no right it's not gonna be well you know this game was a yeah like it was a seven because of this no it's just gonna be i mean not like was it fun stay away from the nitty-gritty details like you know i'm not into picking games apart like that anyway it's just like you said yeah did i have fun playing game yes or no yeah these are some of the things we liked about the so right um so with uh game pass uh what have you been playing this week like what what have you been or what did you find that you you picked up that you liked yeah, so this week I picked up, uh, I picked up the DLC for uh, Forza mm -hmm. for the Lego DLC. So let's take like I played, I played about twenty five hours of that this past weekend, yeah. and into this week, like I spent a. Lot. <laughs> Thankfully, you know, it was Father's Day weekend, so my family was a little bit more lenient, yeah. spending so much time on it. But that game just like absolutely consumed me. I got every single dollar that I paid into that out yeah. of it already. 
right? Like it's it's so much fun. Just from uh, you talking about it, you made me want to jump back into it. Yeah, dude, Forza is so much fun. One of the great things about Forza that I like is that you're able to join clubs. Yeah. Right. And the nice thing is that when you do your missions or go to your races, you race against people like AI versions of the people in your club. So you see, like I see, you know, Nintendo Shell racing against me in the race. I see, you know, Sean Capri. I see Luke Lore, right? I see Lil Wade all in there racing against me. And it's nice because it also keeps track in the club of, you know, what your position is or how they okay. You know, this person found this many signs. Can I find more signs than him, right? So without actually playing with them online, it still feels like you're a part of a community online. So like so, it makes you it makes you want to keep on going back. So uh, we should we should make a quest for Pixels group. And can you play online together? Like, can you play real time online? I'm not 100. Yeah, I haven't really gone. I've really gone into that. Yeah, like I, I've only not, I've only dabbled have, in Forza. I would imagine so. I would imagine that we're going to be able to play online yeah. right together. That's I would think so. I mean, I'm not 100% sure. I'd have to go and check. Um, also, I played a bunch of uh, Messenger today mm-hmm. on the Xbox Game Pass PC. That game's um, dope. <laughs> yeah, I've also I downloaded downloading right now uh, Wolfenstein 2. Yeah. Uh, new uh, New Colossus. Yep. I have that downloading. I have that uh, I game. I have uh, I have that game on Switch. You'll like it. It's really good. Yeah. So I got that. Um, I just downloaded. Uh, Zoo Tycoon mm-hmm. for uh, my son. He's really into those types of games, so he's excited to be able to come and play on the PC because a lot of the people that he watches on YouTube play on PC. So he's yeah. he's, he's really into that. So I'm happy about that aspect. Um, I also downloaded uh, what was it called? Uh, Riverbound. I think it's called. It's kind. It kind of reminded me. It's like a hack and slash, make your way through the levels, kind of with your friends on a local co-op. Um, it kind of reminded me of what Minecraft dungeons look like, mm-hmm. but more like hack and slash ish. So I got that, and I have a like I have a Shantae that's downloaded on there. Um, I have Skyforce Reloaded that I have downloaded on on there all through Game Pass, right? So I have about five or six games on deck that I still need to kind of jump into but there's just so much that i've been in, like making myself focus on okay i'm gonna play these three games right so i played uh like forza messenger and then also too i played some of uh riverbound on yeah. there i did i dabbled in it but that's kind of just what i'm sticking to um i think next week i'm going to jump to uh, gears of war 4 um i've never never really played Gears of War before. Yeah. So with Gears, with Gears 5 coming out, um, also too, you're able to play it four days early if you have Game Pass Ultimate. Mm-hmm. So, that's, so that's the thing. Um, yeah, no, just, I, I like it because we're able to play games that we weren't actually play with money. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So I, uh, I haven't, um, I haven't jumped on my console yet. But I've been playing, I got uh, Game Pass set up on my PC and everything, and um, I I picked up uh, Surviving Mars, and uh, what that oh, is, that cool. yeah dude, so it's like a an RTS, a real-time strategy game, 
but uh, it's kind of like based off of Elon Musk's vision of Mars society. Oh, and, really? Uh, it's sort of. It reminds me of. Uh, it reminds me of like Starcraft, sorta. So like, okay. so like your your ship lands, and the very first ship, it only comes with the uh, the rover or the. Um, like the robots that are yep. there and so you get there and you have a fleet of um, robots and you gotta like set up your initial um, like colony so everything you're gonna need for the human citizens so like you build a uh, like a concrete manufacturer and you use you collect the the resources that you can in that quadrant that you landed and then uh, you build like um, some power plants and then a rocket ref like refuel station so like yep. um and it uses the same it like uses the actual like real world physics so like um to to create rocket fuel like all you have to uh you have to absorb like the helium and co2 and everything from the atmosphere and then you can generate rocket fuel and then uh you can refuel your rocket and then send it back to Earth and pick up the first round of colonists and new supplies. Okay. So I sort of I, I played through the tutorials and stuff of that one. That one is awesome. The other one, there's a ton of like. So I like RPGs and those kinds of games, and I also love space. And okay. right now, the Game Pass on PC is catering to that 110. Oh, percent right. yeah. um, oh, yeah. So they got the Surviving Mars. The other one I picked up is called. Uh, Astroneer, it is okay. so fun so it's the same kind of thing like you uh you land on a planet and uh you have to collect resources and you can build things and you can build your own colony but the cool thing is is all three of us can play together and we can all three work on building our own colony on this planet and I haven't got to it yet because that was the same thing. I sort of just played through the round of tutorials. Yeah. But uh, I think you can travel between planets. So, like, you can build a home base and then you can go out and explore the rest of the planets in that, um, in that, that, uh, that area or whatever. Okay. So there's, like, a bunch of planets that you can explore. But uh, it has – it's open world enough, but it still has, like, goals to follow along. Yep. But uh, you can use like this 3D printing thing, and you can uh, like build your own little colony or whatever base. Oh, nice. It's like a base builder. Um, <clears throat> so that one I've been playing. I'm actually probably gonna play that one a little bit tonight. I think the nice thing about that too is that for me, not being into that type of game, being able to download it for free, and then yeah. also to be able to play it with somebody who knows how to play those games, mm -hmm. makes it more appealing to me to actually try something outside of, you know, my comfort zone. Yeah, see, and I feel the same way, because, like, um, like, I've never been heavy into racing games, but being able to play Forza and, you know, being able to share with you actually gives me a purpose to want to play it. Um, yeah. But uh, I downloaded Guacamelee 2, I started that today. Yep. I played a little that. bit, and then uh, Sea of Thieves because they've added a bunch to Sea of Thieves. So I sort of want I want to jump back into that one. Maybe maybe the three of us can jump on together sometime and explore. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, with Sea of Thieves. I'm thinking that's going to be a game I'm actually going to play with mouse and keyboard. 
yeah uh for my like so i've never played mouse and keyboard on a computer before uh this is really my first venture into actually playing on pc mm-hmm. so i'm still kind of sticking pretty closely to my you know my security blanket and my controller yeah um but i think with sea of thieves it's simple enough to where i can uh, get proficient with the mouse and keyboard and then hopefully translate those skills over to, to other games that are mouse and keyboard. Yeah. So that's definitely one of the ones I will be downloading tonight after we're finished with our podcast. Yeah, and see, I played... I, I, I started it up and uh, it grouped me with just like a random group of people and I don't... I hate playing with randoms. Like, I hate, yeah. That's not what I'm into. But... Uh, so I played with mouse and keyboard, and it's not bad. It's it. There's not a ton of commands in that game, so yeah. it's pretty easy to pick up and play. Yeah. Um, but I I like uh, I like my controller. I like to be able to play with controllers. So I ordered yeah. a, a USB dongle. It's a Microsoft. It's the Microsoft brand. So if you need one for you know your new Xbox PC stuff. Um, you can get it on Amazon and order it. It was uh, $14.99. It's Microsoft brand. You can connect up to eight controllers to it. So you can play multiplayer games on your PC. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So that's okay, that's no. pretty cool. So I got that ordered. Um, I also it, picked up a USB dongle for my, uh, for my PC, mm-hmm. and it's the 8-bit-0 version. Oh, I yeah. can't have eight people hooked up to it, but it's actually like it's super simple to hook up to. I think it was twenty bucks on Amazon, mm-hmm. so it's uh it's well worth it. It's the eight it's a eight bitto, and it kind of looks like uh, Mario blocks. Nice. This also works on uh, your Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So then you'll be able to, so you'll be able to use the Xbox controller on the Switch, which I like because the D pad is yeah. so much better than anything Nintendo has out right now. And it made night and day difference when I was playing uh, Brawlhalla yeah. on the Switch. Dude, Xbox's D-pad, they nailed it. Because it doesn't yeah. have, like, I never get carryover when I'm playing with the Xbox D-pad. Like, yeah. the, the Pro Controller, um, <clears throat> I had to take my Pro Controller apart and tape up on the uh, on the, the inputs for the D-pad. Because they're so, like, the carryover on that D-pad is horrible. Um, I like yeah. the feeling of that D-pad. It's comfortable, but yeah. the the carryover it's not very precise. So, but I didn't think about that. Like I hope I hope my uh, my Bluetooth dongle will work with my Switch controller because there's they I have some games I have set up on Steam and I set them up to mm-hmm. my like I I made a custom palette for the buttons yep. for my Switch controller and I think it will because it's just Bluetooth so it should work with my Switch should controller. Should be okay, but. Anyways, so, um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, you guys can look forward to the, uh, the Game Pass segments. Um, like Joel said, we will probably, we're going to, uh, I don't know if we'll do it as part of this show or if we'll just do an independent, but nevertheless, it'll always be an independent uh, video on our feed. So yep. uh, you guys can just jump in and check out that. Um, is there anything else? you wanted to cover this week uh no thanks for uh, sticking with us to our summer vacation uh here at quest for pixels and uh, look forward to all the new great stuff we have coming for you in season three definitely you guys are gonna you guys are definitely gonna notice notice the love come back to quest for pixels so um we will probably have uh 
uh, some intermittent podcasts through the summer. Um, it probably won't be every week, but we're, we'll still be pumping out some podcasts through the to to document our summer fun. So with that, if you are new to the show, make sure you go over to Twitter and follow us on there. You can find the Quest for Pixels account is at Quest for Pixels. Um, I am at Nintenshell. Tony is at Tony Baker 87 and Joel, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me uh, at Joel, AKA Falcon on Twitter and also on Instagram. Nice. And uh, Quest for Pixels is Quest for Pixels on Instagram. And I am, I think I'm Nintenshell on, on Instagram too. But you can, uh, you can follow us there. If you like this, leave a like, subscribe, turn notifications on. Everything helps. Um, help us, help us uh, revive Quest for Pixels, if you would. And make sure you share this with a friend. Um, share it with somebody that's never listened. Uh, you can uh, leave a comment, tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. Uh, let us know what you guys think of the Game Pass thing. Uh, we'll definitely take um, take some input from you guys, and you know we we want to make that show something unique, something that you guys want. So leave uh, leave your comments. And uh, with that, I think we are going to split. It's been a great show this week, Joel. Thank you for joining me. Uh, hopefully next time around we'll have Tony. But uh, I guess we will talk to you guys later.